Welcome, welcome, welcome to Mona's World of Becoming. If this is your first time, welcome. And if you are returning, what is good? So, um, today's going to be a little different. I'm not teaching anything. I am living in the full-blown spirit of transparency and vulnerability in this moment. And so, today, we are going to talk about the true price of peace. Um, I'd like to start with checking in with my emotions on the emotional wheel. I am feeling valuable, um, aware. I'm feeling anxious and confused, critical. And pensive, pensive. Um, Now, for those of you that have never looked at the emotion wheel, those emotions range from powerful to joyful to scared to mad to sad and peaceful. Like I'm living the full emotions wheel today and I've been struggling I've been struggling a lot lately. I really have. Um, I have not recorded an episode in the past 10 days. I canceled my weekly life coaching live. I've kind of been up and down. And the reason is because I am paying the price of peace. I have dedicated so much of my life recently and I'm dedicating my life in general. It's 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 my purpose to spreading awareness and empowering other people to be and become the best versions of themselves. The purpose of Mona's world of becoming was so that I could have a safe space to expand on what my journey has been like, how I got here and help others to feel inspired, to feel like it's okay, to feel like, and and not just feel, but also feel that they're not alone. Like what I am feeling, I know that there are lots of people that feel this way. I used to be really sad and depressed, like suicide attempts, like mental breakdowns. My most recent breakdown was just a little over a year ago. And it's just, it's been a lot, a lot of physical abuse, a lot of sexual abuse, a lot of mental abuse, just abuse. I've lived a very abused life. I talk in other episodes and like even when I'm working with some of you or or mentoring some of you or just having conversations with some of you about how you're feeling and what you're going through I try to always point out that what you're feeling is not real not in the sense that you can't feel it not in the sense that you're not trying to overcome it but just in the sense that this is your brain trying to trick you away from a state of thriving and push you back into surviving And for people like me and people like you and people like many of the other people in this world who have experienced trauma and abuse, 
we don't know what it's like to truly thrive. We've had to adapt to our jobs. We've had to adapt in our relationships. We've had to adapt to our parents and the people who raised us, our teachers, society, in order to not be deemed as weird or or aggressive or depressed or like some of the more negative things that are projected onto people instead of kind of like recognizing it for what it is. And it's a struggling to find better ways to express ourselves and our emotions and, and like understand, you know, and I started with trying to meditate almost six years ago. Like I started with trying to meditate and I struggled so hard to meditate because I was scared that if I closed my eyes for an extensive period of time, like the demons that I I'd spent my childhood being afraid of coming out of the closet. So I couldn't sleep in the dark until shit. It's like 25, 26, like dark, dark. And I just, I couldn't. And then it switched to yoga and then to affirmations and then to like, ritual not in the voodoo sense but take the spiritual bath say these affirmations look in the mirror for this long do this do that journal shadow work like ritual holding crystals and and things like that but where I found the most peace and progress in my mind and in my life and on my journey toward finding peace was in action and reading and therapy and different things like that. But with that action, you have to pay a price. Like if you want to enjoy a cake, for example, you have to either pay someone to make you the cake. You have to decide what you want it to look like, or you have to get in the car and drive to the store to like buy it from the bakery or from the grocery store, or you're going to have to physically make the cake. And when you are choosing to make the cake on your own, like you have to find a recipe, you have to measure it out. You have to make sure that it's mixed the right way and it's not undermixed or overmixed, that it's not too dry or too wet, that it's not cooked for too long, that the buttercream is made appropriately. Like it takes a lot to pull that together, especially when you are trying to provide yourself with that cake from scratch. And that is essentially what it's like trying to find peace in your life. I often am providing solutions. And one of the things that I pride myself on is being able to solve most people's problems. But the flip side to that is while you can come to me and say, hey, Mona, I have this going on, this going on and this going on. And what I really want to do is this. So I really don't know how to fix all of that. And I will say to you, do this twice, do this on this day, read this Bible verse or Try this exercise or look at this wheel or express your emotions or or whatever the solution is. But I feel like the part that I'm not saying enough to people is that you're going to have to pay the price. 
And sometimes the price is consistently doing it. Sometimes the price that you're paying is how painful or difficult emotionally or like mentally it's going to be to overcome these things or that you have to sacrifice something and make yourself be available or you have to invest in yourself or whatever it is. But all things come at a price. For me, and I'm going to speak from my experience like solely because like I said at the very beginning of this episode, this is going to be a very raw and vulnerable, a very raw and vulnerable episode. Like once again, I have something to say and it's it's something to express, not necessarily something to teach. The price of peace has been repetition for me, being consistent and showing up. In order for me to move away from my depression, I have to wake up every single day. And even on days when I'm not feeling my best or on days when I'm like worked up and I don't really know why or I'm feeling overly anxious and I'm not really sure why or I feel like I can't open up and I don't really know why. Like in order to continue to curate and nurture a state of peace in my life, I have to figure it the fuck out. I have to have be fucking for real moments with myself. I have to talk to somebody. I have to listen to motivational things like the price of peace means no longer wallowing in my sadness. It means no longer being satisfied or okay with, I don't know why I'm feeling that way. And for me over the course of the last 10 days, I'm at a place in my life where I should be the most happy and pleased and just like overjoyed with how things are going for me. And I'm not. I'm very proud. I am very pleased. I'm very grateful. But on the flip side of that, like. I'm experiencing a lot of grief behind it. But because I've chosen peace and because I've chosen growth and because I've chosen enlightenment as the path that I am going to continue to journey down for the rest of my life, no matter what the surroundings look like, the goal is peace, enlightenment and and happiness and bliss. Like I'm not allowed to spiral. I am. You are. Everyone. Everyone's allowed. Like whatever, whatever it has to look like for you, for you to make it from the top of the morning to the end of the day. Like if spiraling is all you got, spiral. But for me, I know I can't stay there. I can't live there. So each day I've gotten up and I've tried to figure it out. And each day I figured out a little more. And some days I was flying high based on what I'd figured out and what I'd uncovered and what I'd worked through. But then I'd wake up in a couple more days and just be sad all over again. The price of peace for me, where I am now, like what I'm what I am paying with is grief. Behind knowing that 
I can't wallow in my sadness anymore. I can't just be depressed anymore. I can't just be angry and be aggressive because I'm not feeling well. Like in the spirit of choosing peace, always first and foremost, I gotta work through that shit no matter what. I have to show up and try my best no matter what. I and it's it's a lot. I can say that, you know, and and I I honestly if you if you're triggered by anything that I'm saying, that's tough. I'm not gonna tiptoe around anyone's triggers. We are discussing mine and how I'm feeling and what I'm going through. So if you're triggered today, that's too damn bad. Work through that. But I can honestly say that, like, for me, being depressed is easy. It's fucking effortless. All you need to do is get up every day and just look at everything around you and just be sad about it. Be angry about everything. Like, break shit because shit's broken. Cry because shit's sad. You get mad because shit's fucked up. Like, that's not hard. It's not hard to just let your emotions go. But moving away from that shit every day, every moment, every thought, every time I'm triggered, every everything, like it takes so much effort to stop and pivot, to stop and reflect, to stop and start in a better direction. Over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And again, like reflecting on the price of peace. I'm paying a very steep price of having to check in often. You know how hard it is to... Like, even with recording these episodes, I try to be very mindful of what I'm saying and how I'm saying and how I'm sounding because I'm not just responsible for me, like, and the way that I'm feeling and receiving things. Knowing that the way that you touch people when you interact, not like physically touching, but like the way you touch someone's mind and heart and soul in the way that you interact like it can go positive or negative I understand the power and the gravity of just me speaking to people just the way that I look at people just the the way that my tone sounds can have someone fly high or crash really hard and so because I know that I have that kind of power and we all do I'm very mindful of how I speak to people and how I make people feel. And that takes a lot. Me being me, it's not an easy job. And there are days where I'm just like, fuck this shit. I'm finna go back to being Simone because Simone was very aggressive. And Simone was not responsible for her feelings and her emotions and her being triggered and her traumas and her anything like I thought I was being responsible for those things but in a very toxic and aggressive way but it was easy because that's just me I have a very Aries dominant natal chart like 
if you're into astrology. Um, I'm an Aries, but I'm like an Aries Aries, like down to the way that I communicate, the way that I love, the way that I am, like just full blown, like fire. And being that way is easy and effortless for me, but being balanced and being peaceful and being graceful, that shit takes a lot. And on the flip side of that, like, you could say, well, don't do that. Don't be the bigger person. Don't, nah, 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 nah. But now that I know how easy it is to not be depressed, and like, I say easy because it's easy in theory. It's difficult in emotions. It's difficult in trauma. It's difficult in anxiety. But the actual action of being kind and loving and supportive and wise and nurturing and so on and so forth. That's not hard. It's turning away from what I've known and what I've become so used to. That's tough. And I like I and I keep talking to my therapist about it. You know, I'm so frustrated because I can't even spend my time just being mad because here comes the balance side. Here comes the knowledgeable side. Here comes here comes Mona with her great resolutions. And it's it's tough. It really is. So the price of peace Learning how to be someone other than who you've become conditioned to be to suit others or who you've become conditioned to be to survive. I learned how to be aggressive in an attempt to try to scare off people who were going to be abusive. I learned how to shut down in the spirit of protecting myself from having my feelings hurt or being told that they weren't valid or different things like that. And at almost 30, I'll be 29 and a half on my wedding anniversary. I've been at a place of of peace and bliss for much shorter of a time, for a small fraction of my life in comparison to the time that I've been surviving. That shit's tough, man. It's really hard. So what was the purpose of all of this, Mona? To let people know, like, if you're in a place where you're growing And like you're trying your best to become the woman of your dreams or you're on your journey and just like you're struggling and you feel inclined to beat yourself up for not being through the sky, over the moon, like happy. That's some fairy tale shit. Sometimes peace looks like sadness because while I've spent the last 10 days, like, not feeling 
happy in the traditional sense of what we believe happiness to be, I'm still at peace very much. I still very I still feel very peaceful because at least I'm not. I'm not I'm I'm nowhere near where I was. So happiness looks like whatever you say it looks like. Peace sometimes just looks like understanding and accepting that you have to work to not be depressed. You have to work to not be sad. You have to work to not be triggered. You have to work to like beat the shit out of your anxiety and and I I keep saying to like the people closest to me, I am fighting a, a strong battle, tooth and nail, sword and shield with my brain and with my anxiety and with my trauma every every single day because I refuse. I refuse to let those things that are not who I am at my happiest and at, at most at peace and and best self like I'm not gonna let that shit win those are outside things that I picked up along my life's journey to survive I'm not surviving anymore I've survived all that shit I figured it out I've made it past those things I'm not tethered to those things anymore I'm thriving I'm working to thrive and again it's not cheap so if you're not okay that's all right Continue to remind yourself that, you know, what Megan Thee Stallion said, bad bitches have bad days too. But that doesn't mean that you failed. That doesn't mean that you're ungrateful. That doesn't mean that you're not winning the battle. And that does not fucking mean that you are not at peace. Peace is not meditation from sunup to sundown. Peace is not smiling every day and only being grateful and and not having a bad or negative thing to say, feel, or any of that. Peace is understanding. Peace is the ability to continue to fight toward being your best self. Sometimes peace is just knowing that, like, it's not a bad life. It's just a bad day. Trouble doesn't last always. So I feel like that's what I had to say in a nutshell. Keep on keeping on, y'all. Trouble definitely does not last always. You're not required to be perfect. It doesn't have to look any particular way for you to crown it at peace like Everything comes in different stages, different shapes, different sizes. Just like my example earlier about wanting a cake. And you go and you get a cake. That cake could look any way. It could be any flavor, any consistency. It could have any toppings. Like, what does your piece of cake look like? Not your shadow work question. It's your homework for this episode of Mona's World of Becoming. What does your peace cake look like? I love you all. Many blessings. Stay strong.